We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Second Guest Show. Mike tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear live from the Silver Slipper Casino Beachside right here in Hancock County, Mississippi. Come on by and visit us. Bobby J and I will be on until 8 o'clock tonight. And then at 8 o'clock, it'll be the LSU basketball show, Bat McMahon show at 8 o'clock right here on the Big 870 and free on the Odyssey app. Bob, um, as good as it gets, I guess yesterday uh, you sort of come back uh, by the 49ers in the second half against the Lions. But we'll start with the first game with the Chiefs-Ravens, where defense won. The Chiefs' defense was awesome in this football game, absolutely awesome. And uh, being able to put up a W uh, up on the Ravens. Ravens didn't try to run the football much. Bob, I think only 16 rushes for well, a team that ran the football more than they threw it. The only team to do that in the NFL this year they shut it down. Well, uh, the, uh, you still should have had more attempts than 16. I'm not saying you got to double that, uh, but it still had to be high 20s. I still think that's the approach that they had to take against the Chiefs. Uh, look, uh, Pat Mahomes and Travis Kelsey uh, were outstanding in the first half. <laughs> yeah. But then they weren't about winning the game. Uh, they weren't worried about, okay, what's going to come about, and we're trying to set all kind of records. But uh, records were set. You look at Travis Kelsey, 34 years of age. He surpassed the great Jerry Rice for a career record for postseason receptions. So uh, when you look at that, Mike, he caught 11 passes for 116 yards and a touchdown. That was basically in the first half. <laughs> Pretty he much. O- he was over 100 yards in the first half. Now, I like Lamar Jackson. If you listen to this show, you know I- I'm a Lamar Jackson fan. Uh, but compared to Pat Mahomes, uh, not so fast. You know, they've played uh, each other uh, five times now. Uh, you, you know what? Uh, Pat Mahomes is 4-1. Uh, and 4-1 and one now against Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson won a game back in September of uh, 2021. But Lamar Jackson fell to 2-4 and four as a start in the postseason, despite having been the top seed in the AFC. It just goes to show, you know, what I was intrigued about that matchup, uh, Mike, uh, to look at it. This is the first playoff matchup between former MVP quarterbacks. You don't win the MVP award for nothing. Uh, That's a regular season award. But it was the first playoff matchup between former MVP quarterbacks that were both under 30 years of age. So you had that. So the bottom line is um, 
if you bet against Pat Mahomes, you lose money. You bet against Tom Brady, you lose money. So, Mike, I, I don't know since I picked the 49ers so way back in August. I can't go against them, so I might be losing money uh, going against Pat well, Mahomes. I picked the Chiefs and 49ers, but I did pick the Chiefs to win it. I, I thought they – I thought their offense would be better this year. But the last couple of weeks, this really defense. played well. Uh, but their defense has been the terrific. You think about Mahomes. Bob, he was 30 of 39 against one of the best defenses in pro football. You didn't think the ball would hit the ground with Mahomes. Uh, it was unbelievable. Well, his especially first skill. half. Yeah, his he, first half was, was tremendous. Well, you, you look at the Chiefs, uh, uh, and then all of a sudden you look during the season, I don't know, they look vulnerable. Uh, uh, that They weren't, I mean, uh, the Chiefs, are, are they even going to have a chance to get to the AFC Championship game? But they're heading back to the Super Bowl. Mike, when you think about this, uh, for the fourth time in five years, <laughs> uh, that doesn't happen by accident. And, but you look at that KC defense, how good they are right now. Um, Mike, that speaks volumes right there. Look, uh, if, if you look at, uh, like, uh, look, the Chiefs, the first team to win and win it all and they have a chance to win it all in back-to-back seasons. I think that's what they're shooting for, uh, to win it all in back-to-back seasons since the Patriots did it uh, to, uh, about two decades ago. When, when was that? Uh, I want to say 19 years ago. It's almost two decades. So, no, the Chiefs have a lot to play for. But what's impressive about Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs, oh, yeah, he's playing an arrowhead. Oh, what is he going to do on the road? Well, let me tell you what he did on the road. <laughs> In the playoffs for the first time, Mahomes and the Chiefs beat Buffalo and Baltimore in back-to-back win, uh, wins uh, to, to win the conference. I mean, that don't happen by – oh, but they were lucky. They were lucky. I mean, uh, when lucky. this luck is a skill set. So uh, but when, I, when I saw that with the Chiefs, Mike, uh, I mean, the bottom line is you might, oh, I want something different, uh, but you might not uh, have nothing different. Look, uh, the Ravens were down by 10 in the third quarter, and then Zay Flowers caught that 54-yard pass, uh, what, to the Chiefs, uh, 10, uh, you know, 10-yard line, then was flagged for taunting. Then after that, uh, but, uh, then, okay, you be overly aggressive, then he fumbled near the goal line. That's when I said, uh, I think the football gods are on the Chiefs' side instead of the Ravens, considering you're looking at that comeback. But um, listen, Baltimore, uh, it was loud. They were proud. Uh, considering they have not hosted an AFC Championship game, you got to go back to 1971 when they had the Baltimore Colts and they beat the Raiders. So, Mike, they were ready. I guarantee you, Baltimore Ravens are shocked they're not going to Las Vegas. They are shocked. They thought for sure this was their year. Uh, but, uh, look, the one thing, I'll look at the Ravens, and uh, they had the perceived advantage on the ground. It wasn't only perceived, it was actual. But then they didn't attempt to run the ball. They had 16 rushing attempts, and the game wasn't out of hand. That the game was close. So uh, now, the bottom line is, and again, I bring this up, and people don't like for me to always say this, but what was the turnover margin when all said and done? The Ravens were minus three. It's amazing that game was, was even that close. close as it was. The Ravens were minus three in the turnover margin. So, uh, Mike, when I look at that, and look, Lamar Jackson is the MVP of the regular season. I wish they'd have the damn, damn MVP uh, vote after the Super Bowl. 
instead of being a regular season award? Because Lamar Jackson is the MVP. They were that dominant in the regular season, but I wish that would be like a postseason award, looking at the regular and the postseason. But look, he led Baltimore to the league's best record. The point differential during the regular season, Mike, they were crushing people. They crushed the 49ers. Just look at the games, that impactful games. Like, well, I don't know what they're going to do. Then they just crushed the opponent. The, the but in one the postseason, game they not did so fast. Was the Rams? Remember they yeah. took that game into overtime, and it was the 30 punt some, return. Thirty something. Yeah, it was yeah. the punt return. Bob, I told you this story. I posted it last night on my Twitter, Facebook. Uh, Brendan Daly, and uh, God bless him. Nineteen straight years, he's come to Louisiana line camp. Uh, Brendan Daly is the linebackers coach and run defensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs. Before he was with Kansas City, he was the defensive line coach and run defensive coordinator with the Patriots. So he left the Patriots. Uh, him and Steve Spagnola are good friends. So that's why he left uh, New England to go to Kansas City. Uh, this summer he told me I've, I've been involved coaching in seven Super Bowls in, two, in less than two weeks. It'll be his eighth. Think about that, 19 years of NFL coaching, and he's going to his eighth Super Bowl so, well, he needs to be on your staff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one uh, way or another. And two years ago, he tells me, Mike, other than Chris Jones, I don't know what I have on defense. Uh, but now you look at it, would they have been able to uh, uh, kind of accumulate in Ladarius Sneed, who went to Louisiana Tech. He's from Minden, Louisiana. Uh, Nick Bolton uh, from Missouri. Carl Loftus, who was a first-round pick guy from Purdue. Uh, Reed. Uh, Man, he, he got all these young, talented players. Uh, McDuffie, Trent McDuffie was an all-pro uh, format cornerback. So this summer when I talked to him, I said, you know what you got on defense? He said, yeah, we're going to be pretty doggone good. And, and they man, were. they were really and, and good. they were, Mike. Uh, the, before we go to the break, I'm going to leave you with uh, Menden, uh, Menden, Louisiana. You know, it's like Shreveport, Ruston, yeah. around that area in north Louisiana. You know who was from Menden, Louisiana? One of the greatest wide receiver, record-setting wide receivers, because uh, I still count the AFL, AFL, NFL, and pro football history, Charlie Hennigan. Yeah. Because I, I know that because his younger brother played at Northwestern with me, uh, David Hennigan, but Charlie Hennigan. Remember, you remember that yep. name, receiver? Sure enough. Yeah. Uh, he was from Minden. Yeah, but Ladarius Sneed, man, he's really played well. Was a terrific player for Louisiana Tech. He didn't get a lot of ink there, but, man, he could play. Uh, he was a really good player for him. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870, live from the Silver Slipper Casino, Beachside in Hancock County, Mississippi, right after this break. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a 
fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. On the second guest show, Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear live from the Silver Slipper Casino Beachside in Hancock County, Mississippi. Bob, go to the NFC Championship game. I watched the first half, and I said, boy, I didn't throw my saddle on a bad horse. 49ers, everything the Lions did, they did right. They were terrific in the first half. Well, Mike, they ran for 148 yards That's in the first half. unbelievable. 148, not for the game. And, that was in the first half. That They were whooping uh, the 49ers and, uh, up front. And Jared Goff was, I mean, he was aces in the first half. But is you play four quarters, and you gave the 49ers an opening, a couple of drops, a ball that pounces off the head uh, of a helmet, and – Dan Campbell, who's done this all season long, he's went for it on fourth down more, more than, than any other team. Any other coach in the NFL, I think, went for it once or twice too many, and it cost him at the end of the game. Well, uh, uh, to me, uh, the first time, uh, how about you catch the ball, Reynolds? Man, Josh I Reynolds, mean, Bob, I-, I covered him when he was with the Titans. He was the same way there. He'd make three or four really good catches, and then one hit him in a bad place right between the hands, and he'd drop it. Well, Mike, it's all hindsight because you look at six points. Uh, they had the ball uh, on the San Francisco 28-yard line. Another opportunity was at the 30-yard line. But I'm looking at it. He opted as fourth and two from the San Francisco 28. And then Josh Reynolds, uh, he couldn't haul in the pass. Now, uh, Jared Goff got off the spot. Come on, Josh Reynolds, you got to make the catch. Uh, then uh, you look at it. Uh, Mike, how about uh, to me this play? This one I knew the forty, the the, the football the guys were, uh, were aligned with the 49ers. Purdy, uh, Mike, he throws a deep pass, and then uh, Kendall of uh, uh, Vilder, if I'm pronouncing that right, uh, hit him in the face mask, and the ball pops up, <laughs> and it was caught for 51 yard game by Ayuk. I'm like, how was that not a pick? And then, Mike, you know, it's snowballing against you, and then all of a sudden, Purdy hits Ayuk uh, three plays later, a six-yard touchdown, and then Jamar Gibbs, who, who was outstanding, him and, and Montgomery. Yeah, him and David really ran the well, ball No, uh, but, Mike, guess what happened? Uh, after they scored a touchdown, uh, then Jamar Gibbs fumbles on the next play from yeah. scrimmage. And then all of a sudden, uh, McCaffrey has a one-yard run, then the game's tied uh, 24 to 24. But looking at Reynolds. But at halftime, did you really think the 49ers would come back? No. I, and I, then, uh, I would say no, but hell no. I, I didn't think they would either. That's why I got to give uh, Shanahan. Uh, I got to give Brock Purdy. I got to give the, the 49ers veteran team a lot of credit. Uh, but uh, a the, lot the of line, poise. The, the Lions helped them. Yep. Now, uh, you know, it, I talked about, the, talked about the turnover margin. It ended up being even. It was one to one. So it wasn't like uh, Ravens and Chiefs, so it was like, uh, well, three, three uh, were, were minus three, <laughs> you know, in that turnover margin. But looking at Reynolds, he dropped another pass on third down. I'm telling you, right after that, and then it led to a punt. Then I knew it really wasn't a line for the Lions. 
when all of a sudden a great punt, Detroit has a chance to down the 49ers at the one-yard line. Then they botch that, and it goes. And he's go, stepping on the white line. Uh, I, I'm like, no, man, this, no, the 49ers are going to win. They're going to win because there's a snowball effect, like one after the other. One, two, three, four uh, plays happen, and all of a sudden, now I don't think whether you're playing at home or on the road, it, it just wasn't meant to be uh, for the, uh, the Lions to come out on top. Because, Mike, because you know how hard this is? The 49ers rallied from a 17-point deficit. They were down uh, to beat the Lions, 34-31. to 31. We all know that. But the 49ers scored 17 points in an eight-minute span in the third quarter to tie it. That was oh, it. it was like a blitzkrieg. I'm like, whoa, bam, bam, bam. What the hell just happened? The surprising part in that game of Brock Purdy, 48 yards rushing on five attempts. Okay, you wouldn't think that Brock Purdy's going to get you 48 yards rushing. The other thing, too, the impact of Debo Samuel. Because you weren't sure until real late in the week if Debo would be able to play. And he had some clutch, clutch plays for the 49ers. Well, and uh, C.D. Deuce, Ch- Chauncey Garner-Johnson was kind of talking smack. Uh, <laughs> now and then, um, he, he missed tackles. Um, I mean, uh, that's just the way he is. But uh, he, 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 listen, Debo Samuel, Mike, you can see the impact and influence how he does influence the defense, what he's in there. But as far as Brock Purdy rushing the football, he's like uh, hook slide, hell no, I'm running. Well, what I'm going to save myself for, i got to make the plays. The season's over. If I get hurt, I get hurt. He was overly aggressive. Uh, I think the over and under, like him rushing the football, was like a yard and a half. And, <laughs> and he I, gets 48. And he gets almost 50 yards rushing. Come on. <laughs> no, that, no, his runs, those timely runs really set up field position for San Francisco. And you wouldn't have thought that he would have been the guy to do it. Because we really hadn't seen much of that from Brock. Uh, he's basically a pocket passer. He might scramble around, but he's scrambling around to throw it, well, not, well, to, not and, to take and, off. And, and as we go into the break, uh, nobody he ain't no Mr. Irrelevant anymore. He is no, relevant. No, he's not. He's relevant. I mean, everyone questioned could he lead a comeback because the 49ers always used to playing for, uh, ahead. He has done it now twice in as many weeks. He engineered a game-winning drive. Remember in the fourth quarter against the Packers last week? And then he had an even bigger comeback against the Lions. So I don't know. Are you going to go with Purdy or Pat Mahomes? I don't know. If you bet against Pat Mahomes, but it's one point, Mike, right now, the 49ers <laughs> favorite, something like that. So I don't know. All that, I know that flip is, a coin. All I know is if they can't get a pass rush, which they have not been able to do against Jordan Love or Brock Purdy, uh, I mean, excuse me, uh, Jared Goff, they in trouble against Mahomes. Bob, they have not been able to get a pass rush at all for the past two weeks, San Francisco. None. Uh, and, man, you do that against the best in the game, you in trouble. Well, the thing is, Bosa did better the second half, but definitely not that first no, half. No, he didn't do nothing in the first half. We'll be back with more second guess. Enjoy the cause from Matt Hatters, also Louisiana Dental, will be on with us to talk about the parade this coming Saturday in Metairie. We'll be back with more second guests right after this break. We're back here on the second guest show. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, live from the Silver Slipper Casino Beachside, right here in Hancock County, Mississippi. On our Oakland Hard Jewelers talking text line, the CEO and founder of Louisiana Dental 
and also the founder of the crew of Mad Hatters, Joey Lacoste. Joey, great to talk to you again today. Uh, man, we got it going on this Saturday. Hoping to the uh, weather gods that we get good weather, but great to have you on with us here on Second Guess. Hey, buddy, it's great to be with you. You know, um, you guys helped us launch Mad Hatters many years ago. I'll never forget when you were dressed up like the, um, the, the King of Hearts and Bobby was our first Mad Hatter. And this year you guys are being joined by Mike Haas, so we ought to have a blast. We're really looking forward to it. Well, uh, you know, uh, Joey, uh, it seems like we can handle adversity. And um, even if we have a little bit of inclement weather, uh, that, 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 that we like a football game, it's going forward. Uh, it seems hopefully that will be the case on Saturday. But, um, but when you talk about the growth of actually Mad Hatters in Metairie, how much is Jefferson Parish and the whole community embrace uh, the parade? Because you're always talking about promoting family and the Mardi Gras tradition, and it's truly been an experience that has constantly grown uh, when, when y'all first put this together. Well, you know, the unique thing about our parade is that it is totally geared towards families. I mean, we even allow men, women, and children, I mean, grandparents and grandchildren on the same float together. So we have a way of, you know, bringing together families or groups that include the kids along with the grandparents and the parents. So, I mean, it is a family event, and it's on Family Gras, so we're all part of the Jefferson Parish Family Gras celebration, sort of like the crescendo of Family Gras, if you would. Joy, do we have to uh, wait and see uh, how you're going to be all uh, decorated and what you dressed as uh, this year? Because I'm always intrigued that that's always a fun fun pre-Mardi Gras parade uh, gathering that we have. And, uh, you know, over there at Copeland Towers. Oh, buddy, last year they had me dressed up like a flamingo. This year they're giving me a break. I'm a caterpillar. (laughs) Go on, flamingo to a a caterpillar. (laughs) Go show the ultimate being able to improvise uh, a couple years back. It's a great story, and so many people always want to hear about it. Our float was a little late arriving. So Bob and I and our wives, we decide, you know what? We're jumping on the Channel 6 float. So we get on Channel 6's float. With bag of donuts. Bag of donuts on there. And, man, we had the greatest time in the world. Man, it was so much fun. You talk about we called an audible, so to speak, and got on another float. But we made it work, and it was a super time. Yeah, that's the year that you guys told everybody that the horse died. <laughs> yeah, 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 the whole thing. We were supposed the to be. didn't make it. We were supposed to be, you know, uh, we, we were supposed to be but, but a with a carriage or a horse pulling us. I don't know. The horse died before he got here. So. <laughs> it's all yeah, in front. And I get asked about that all the time. Did, man, did the horse die? So, no, we, we just sort of exaggerated a little bit on that part. Hey, buddy, I tell you what, that was a fun year. That was really a fun year. This year, we're, we're watching the weather real close. Now, we have our Jesus float leading the parade, so we're prayerful right now. Um, I've had Zach Fridella, Chris Franklin, and Devin Lucy all calling me up, concerned about the weather, but we're all watching real close. So, yeah, we're, we're willing to, to, to deal with a little adversity, but we, we, we really are in prayer right now, hoping for a good day.
Now, uh, is there, a, every, I guess every parade has a backup plan. Now, now we want to go on a schedule, but uh, th there is a backup plan. Uh, please tell me that uh, we can still do this and they have a backup plan if the weather's so yeah. ridiculous that it can't happen. I got to tell you, Jefferson Parish, and especially Sheriff Lapinto, they've been amazing and, and very helpful, and, and all of the uh, meteorologists as well. I mean, we're watching this real close. The backup plan is maybe to move it up a little bit, move it back a little bit. There's there's a little movability in this in in this um, event, but um, it's a little too early to tell. You guys know it. New Orleans weather is kind of crazy. You just don't know until maybe the day before what's going to happen. So again, we're leaning on our good good um our good Jesus float. We're 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 asking the good Lord to give us a good day. We kind of tell everybody if they don't know the route exactly kind of where it starts and where it ends because you have people maybe who haven't been able to attend, and I get that often about exactly the parade route. So if you would kind of give everybody a little bit of uh, directions on exactly where the parade route passes. Well, you know, it starts on Bonneville, and it goes to veterans, and then from veterans, it just goes down vets. And when it hits Severn, it turns on Severn, heads towards the lake for about a mile, then turns around, comes back to veterans, and heads towards Clearview, makes a U-turn at Clearview, and that's where it ends. Um, it's about a three, three-and-a-half-mile jaunt. That's about what it is. Oh, hey, yeah. The best part is... Hey, the whole time we're playing music. We got a rolling concert. We've got a bunch of bands on top of the floats. So and you guys know it. When you jumped on that Channel Six float, who was playing for you that day? Your donuts. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I actually <laughs> sang a few songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bob it, actually it, sang a no, little bit. Even though I can't sing, but I tried to sing. <laughs> great group of people. Um, hey, how bad Hatter is. Is none other than Rockin' Doopsy, and then Dalila Serentine is our Alice. We got a great, great group of um, artists, musicians. It's going to be a fun time. Joy, you couldn't do this without help, and you got a good lady behind you. And I think Miss Gwen is holding on for us too. So uh, glad to have uh, Gwen Lacoste on with us. Gwen, to think of how this started with you and Joy and the idea of, of putting this together, and to have it to where it is today you got to feel so good about w what's breaking down oh i do it's so exciting you know it really is and it's, it's just coming all together we're, we're almost ready <laughs> but everything's coming together yeah we're working on your float right now <laughs> it's amazing how much work goes into this and sometimes we're still painting the floats as they're leaving the den you know so um it's a, it's a lot of love that goes and, you, you know, Joey, every time I, I, I see Miss Gwen, it seems like you and I are getting older, especially me, and she's getting younger. I mean, uh, that, that's one thing I've noticed. So she, she doesn't age. She's definitely drinking from the fountain of youth. Uh, well, thank you. I don't know. <laughs> I can't argue with that one, my friend. <laughs> my mirror doesn't lie when I'm looking at it. I'll take that. <laughs> But it's hey, it's it's all it's all been so much fun and um, sharing this with you and Scoot. My goodness, Scoot's float this year is going to be a special WWL float tribute to LSU champs. And you guys, being sport enthusiasts, should love the idea of LSU champions being celebrated this year. You know.
Yeah, uh, we, you look at it, we get kind of small because uh, uh, the 21st. Baseball, women's oh, basketball, basketball, and the football. The 21st century has really been kind to the LSU Fighting Tigers, and uh, hopefully that continues. And uh, I think that's a great theme. Whoever came up with that, uh, if Scoot did that, uh, congratulations, Scoot. But whoever came up with that theme, because LSU has truly been a champion of the 21st century. You look at how they diversified. You look at baseball. Well, you know, women's basketball. You look at a football team. The track and field. Yeah, yeah, athletes. track and field. They've all, track and field has always been studly. Yeah, though. we've all, we've always been studly there. But uh, now no. we can get men's basketball. Uh, then we'd be okay. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's uh, that's another topic. Uh, so, <laughs> By another so, uh, day. Yeah, but uh, the one hey, thing that, that that's great oh, that uh, yeah. you, you know the local sports how we promote that and uh, that, Matt Hatter's a big part of that. Again, we've got two WWL floats. Your float is the um, Hootat Nation float. I mean, we're doing a tribute to the Hootat Nation, and that's um, that's a tribute to you, my friend. The father of the Houdat Nation. Yeah, the founding father of Houdat Nation goes back to December 10, 2006. And so, uh, boy, how time flies. Before you know it, we're going to be celebrating two decades of this. And uh, the, the bottom line now, we, we, we got to get the Saints, uh, the organization, we got to get the team turned around uh, where, you know what, if I'm realistic, Joey, I'm going off a little tangent here. And the, the, the Saints organization, they're probably not listening to this. But let me tell you, right now, if the Saints just do this, I mean the organization for the Saints fans for the Houdat Nation, if they were relevant as the past uh, few years as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, okay, do you think realistically the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were representing the NFC in the Super Bowl? You would say, yeah, what, what are you talking about, Bobby? And you might say, well, no, but at least they had a chance. So I'm telling you, I'm not talking about going to the Super Bowl, winning a Super Bowl, but right now that's not uh, too much to ask for. If the Saints will, would have ho- won the NFC South, hosted a playoff game and win, and then, Mike, you, you're in the Final Four in the NFC, uh, I think that's where we're at right now. And I think if the fans saw that pro- product out there, uh, they would not be bitching and about where the organization's heading to the future. I mean, I, I really believe that. Because, and I'm not saying that you're truly the Super Bowl champion, because that's hard to do. But I'm saying to be but at relevant. Least you're in the hunt. Yes, to be relevant in the hunt. No, that's why Mickey Loomis and the Saints got to get to where Tampa Bay, what they've done the last couple of seasons, especially this season. In the last three. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Even post Tom Brady. Yeah. I went off on a tangent. Sorry, Joey. <laughs> no, I agree. Hey, look, the way to season tickets for years and we got our season tickets the year of the Saints the Super Bowl and that was magic. It was just absolute magic. Yeah, we'd love to see that winning tradition reinstalled in New Orleans. would be great. Uh, Joey and Gwen, uh, since the 49ers took care of business yesterday against Detroit, the guy I'm sitting next to is the last quarterback to win a championship Football-wise in Michigan, 
because he did it with the Michigan Panthers. You got to go back all the way to 1957. So, Bob, you still have that title. Well, 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 it, it didn't pass it along to, to Jared Goff. Well, uh, you know, in, 19, in 1983, we won the championship. I just went this summer. We celebrated 40th anniversary with the Michigan Panthers winning the championship. You wouldn't believe how many Michigan fans I'm at Ford Field at a USFL game. You know, now it's the UFL, United Football League, spring and summer. So I am there. Uh, with Moose, he was head of the USFL. Now they're combining the XFL to make the UFL in the future in spring and summer. And how many Lions fans said, uh, Bobby, I appreciate all what you did. I think this might be our year. I think the Lions might have a chance. And now it they got close. hope. It no, was close. And now they have hope. But, yeah, it's amazing how with Bobby Lane, 1957, winning the championship, that we won in 83 because they, uh, they love football, just like uh, down south, like we love it. And uh, the, 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 how, listen, the bottom line is how can you not cheer for the Lions? But uh, you know what? Uh, they, didn't, they came up short and did I get to the Super Bowl, and that's what it's all about, winning the championships. So. Crazy thing is the team they beat to get uh, to the championship was the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers. Now, now, now about think that? about that. Uh, and, and it was a comeback by the Lions, Mike. Yep, sure it was enough. vice versa. Yeah. Joey and Gwen, thank you all so much uh, for joining us this afternoon. Really appreciate it. And we look so forward to this each and every year to ride in Mad Hatters. And hopefully maybe we get a little bit of luck weather-wise. But uh, thank you all for joining us here on Second Guess. Uh, thank you for having yeah, us. Thank you for all righty. All right, who that? Who that? Joey and Gwen Lacoste from Louisiana Dental, and they are the founders of Mad Hatter's Parade this happening this coming Saturday night. Hopefully, uh, weather permitting, we'll ride in there and they'll have a couple of WWL floats. Bob and I will be on one float, WWL. They'll, they'll have uh, another group of people. I, I actually think Dave Hilbert is uh, on that second float uh, from the Silver Slipper. We'll talk to him about that. Oh, did, did Dave's going to be on a float? I think he is. I think he is. Man, well, we have to get Dave messed up. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that yeah. won't take too much. Uh, yeah, but we, 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 he can't be so conservative. We're going to loosen him up. We'll be back with more second guests right after this break here on the Big 870 WWL. We're finishing up here in our number one of the second guest show. Mike you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear live from the Silver Slipper Casino, Beachside in Hancock County, Mississippi. Bob, uh, after the game, it was so funny. Dan Campbell talked to the, his team and his coaches. Also told the media what he said about, hey, there's no guarantee we'll come back here. Right. This was a missed opportunity. We think about it from Saints terms. 2011, we saw that game slip away in San Francisco when the, the league changed four times within the last five, five and a half minutes. minutes of the game. Uh, we saw it in 2017, the Minneapolis miracle, that sort of thing. Oh, we'll be back there. Then in 2019, the NOLA no-call. And you're still waiting to go back. It, there's no guarantee of that. And I think that's the message Dan wants to get across to his team. Hey, it's not going to be easy. Nothing's easy uh, about getting back to the top. And now you were the team hunting other teams. Now they're hunting you. Without a doubt, though, because you're not under the radar. And, uh, and Mike, it's still, I can tell you, uh, whether it's Pat Mahomes or Brock Purdy or Shanahan, uh, look the last couple of times they went to the Super Bowl, did they win? No, they have not. So I'm telling you, 
when you go to the dance, and that being the Super Bowl, you got to win. What does Huda Nation, what do we keep bringing up about, uh, now we can't bring it up to Tampa Bay, but to Carolina, Atlanta. Oh, well, well uh, you got to the Super Bowl. Uh, listen, uh, the, the Atlanta, the won uh, Atlanta lost to the Broncos. And they, Carolina they, they, lost, they lost to the, the Patriots. Then Carolina lost to the Patriots. No, you got to win it. Now, he uh, dished that AFC championship game off real quick. Of that, hey, it's a great accomplishment, but this ain't what we playing for. No, you we got, playing for a championship. You, whoever's the champs, what all said and done, who wins the Super Bowl? Not just to get there, you got to win it. And so again, uh, I thought Dan Campbell's message to his team was dead on correct. He's been there, done that, so to speak. Yep. We'll be back with more second guess right after this news break here on the Big Eight Seventy. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.